Common sense is not so common. And in an era where global uncertainty is rampant and government is out of control, this is the show making sense of all the madness. Broadcasting live from the Arizona desert, you can't dodge the Hodge. Here's your host, Dave Hodges. Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. We're in our guest segment right now. Hope you enjoyed the intro part. And uh, we're joined by Dr. Sherry Edwards. And you have heard uh, me interview Sherry both over on our TV at the thecommonsenseshow.tv and also here on our radio outlets and affiliates uh, about bioacoustics and what bioacoustics can tell us about true intentions, personalities, health issues. It's a fascinating, fascinating topic. And a lot of people like Sarah Westall, who I uh, have so much research uh, re- uh, respect for as a researcher, we are seeing this as kind of a new frontier for opening up secrets and also having some medical applications. But sometimes a, a, an offshoot of this technology can really tell us a lot about other things and hold on to your hats because the other things is going to get really interesting and challenge your sense of reality but before we join dr edwards i need to let you know that we have a couple of sponsors here that uh, well they make this possible in fact i mentioned one of them already the common sense show tv we are exploding in growth thank you so much to those of you who've signed up it's less than a cup of coffee a month thirty dollars a year that's two dollars and fifty cents a month seven-day free trial like so you get to take a free ride but i'll tell you when you hear these kind of interviews that we do you're going to go wow and um and we're exploding in growth and i think you'll see why so check us out also too uh, the times are tough really tough and i think it's extremely important that you take a look at personal preparation so we look at food and water we have uh, preparewithdave.com which is our food company mps hundred dollars off the four-week packages people are ordering multiple sets because they know that they need to stockpile 25-year shelf life, great tasting food, preparewithdave.com. And in the same light, you also need water filtration in these tough times ahead. You never know. You could need it tomorrow. You may never need it. But the way the country's going, it's hard to imagine that you may have to be on your own for a while. So waterwithdave.com is where to go for the best water filtration. There's research at the site, 40% off. The research tells you how good it is compared to the competitors. Go to waterwithdave.com. So that's preparewithdave.com, waterwithdave.com. That takes care of your food and water needs. Now let's go to Dr. Sherry Edwards and uh, fascinating, fascinating new emerging science getting a lot of attention. And Sherry, for those of you who are, uh, those of those people in the audience who are joining us for the first time, could you just give us kind of a brief overview of the science of bioacoustics? It's great to be here. Thank great to have you. Yep. The idea of bioacoustics, life sounds, we stick a microphone in front of your face and we take a sample of your voice and we think that's a holographic representation of all that you are. Like the brain is a central processing unit and it gives us information. We've just cracked the code of what that information means. And a lot of it started with just truth. How important is truth to humanity, to the world? not just the United States, truth is very, very important. 
So one of the very first programs we did was to try to figure out what people are actually saying and what they mean. Are they truthful? Are they not? And one of the biggest things people ask me to do, I guess it's a worldwide question, do aliens exist? Are we the only people here? You know, that's kind of egotistical to think that we're the only sentient humans. But that what we did a whole lot with people who said they had seen UFOs and astronauts. And we were able to tell who was telling the truth, what it was about. And we put all that out there for people. But there has come something just in the last two weeks that deals with aliens and who's telling the truth and whether or not there's crop circles, whether or not that's giving us messages and whether or not that's truth, I don't know. I just know that I've had my own experience with other terrestrials or whatever you want to call them that's been verified. So I tend to be on the believer side. And we have a pandemic on our hands and there's been crop circles reported in England uh, and they're, they're in these fields that nobody can get to without making uh, tracks. And it is a um, architecture of a COVID bacteria or virus, whichever one it is. And it's so obvious from the pictures that part of this COVID architecture needs to be looked at because it's exaggerated. And then about 20 miles away, there's another crop circle that's bigger than several city blocks. And I decoded it as hydrocarbon. I decoded it, and it ends up being an antiviral. Now, why would those two things be put here from um, aliens or even tricksters put those two things together? Explain mm-hmm. each one. How would a trickster know that this is an antiviral, a very secretive antiviral? I had a whole lot of problems even trying to find the picture of it in the architecture. But what kind of mind would put together this, this architecture of a COVID virus and then very near it put a hydrocarbon that's an antiviral that would probably take care of it. Do you have an answer? No, I don't. It's all very confusing. I, I, I looked at some of the crop circle reports you sent me, and I, I ended up with more questions than answers. Well, one of the things that startles me is in bioacoustics, we break everything down to a number. Like your brain has all these frequencies, and a frequency is sent out from a thought to make you crook your finger or to heal a bone, and we've done a lot of that. People can check it out, the kinds of things that we've done. But much more importantly than this hydrocarbon, which is 2-4-dimethyl-3-isopropentane. You can put this whole article I sent you up on your line if you want. But I, I decoded it into its number, and just like the body is redundant, like if you can't open a jar, it usually is the thumb muscle that is the same frequency as zinc. So we give you some zinc under your tongue and your muscle gets stronger. 
so it's redundant. Whatever muscle's hurting usually is a biochemical. So as we're doing this, we found that not only is this this hard to pronounce isopropyl pentane, it's also something called cytotoxic T lymphocytic antigen 4, a member of the immunoglobulin superfamily, and it helps your body decide what it's going to do by an immune response. Now, this is what gets me. Somebody finds a hydrocarbon, and they put it up here really near this COVID architecture, and not only is it an antiviral by itself, but it's also a frequency of a standard antiviral that could also be used, and it would help balance the body and how it wanted to respond to some kind of invading pathogen. So when we decoded it, one of the things I've decided all along is this all belongs to the public, and I want to give it to the public because I'm pretty ticked off about this idea that we need to be dictated to what we can eat, where we can go, how we can breathe, what pen we can live in, and what vaccine we should have. We are not a herd of cattle or a flock of chickens. Who thinks that we ought to be treated like a herd of animals that is dictated to and owned? Who's behind this? Somebody with this um, idea that we on the earth are just pigs to be taken care of and slaughtered and told what we can do and when we can have kids. And um, I just totally object to that. So when it comes to looking at these possible antivirals, I want to give the frequencies out to people that I have decoded. That's what we do at Bioacoustics. We figure out how we can make your cornea regrow or how we can make your leg work again after it's been in an accident. We've, we've been doing that for 30 years. Lots of patents on it by other people who want to take it and make lots of money and just squash the life out of you. But if you got a pencil or a pen, I'll give you three sets of frequencies. And okay. then how to give them to um, yourself. They need to be two together to make a third. So 13.34 mixed with 22.23 will give you cellular oxygen. Now that's one of the things that we found out in the early stages of this, and we have articles that people can find on our site at soundhealthoptions.com. It turned people into um, humans that couldn't carry oxygen and iron. We, that's the first paper we put out. Now everybody's putting it out. But cellular oxygen is what it strips out of you. This particular uh, pathogen, uh, invading critter, whatever you want to call it, because they say it's not a pathogen, not a virus. I don't know what to believe anyway. The next thing we found is it's vitamin C related, and that helps the immune system. And that frequency set is 15.56 on an A channel, and on a B channel, 20.01. And the 
third formula we found in this crop circle that we don't know where it came from is 17.51 and 18.06 and that's associated with essential immune nutrients. Now, if I had the money, I'd give everybody a tone box with this on it. But I'm going to give an address that's online. You can go online to onlinetonegenerator.com. Can now, you say that again? Onlinetonegenerator.com. Okay. Now, this is digital, and you can kill pathogens. You can kill some human cells, too, with digital. But this will help kill pathogens. I'd like somebody to go to their doctor or somebody who's working with this and find a way that we can test it. We've done it already uh, using some COPD um, clients to help them breathe better and bring their oxygen up and bring their uh, readings of nutrients and by flavonoids because we can give those to people by sound and it's been measured. So if somebody wants to get in touch with me, they want to do a project, they have somebody they want to try these on, we have a, um, we have it set up how they can do an experiment. We also have some other things they can use that's in this article that you are going to post, I hope about some music that we've had created uh, as an antidote to this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, we'll be happy to post it. Um, How do people contact you to be a part of an experiment? Just soundhealthoptions.com is our regular site. And they can go learn to do this on their own for free at soundhealthportal.com. Com. That's our online workstation that we set up for everybody. And if people want to have their voice tested, it's free. Soundhealthportal.com. And it's under Corona Conflicts. And we've added how your iron's working, how your mitochondrial DNA, how your immune system. It's all in that one bundle. And it will give you a list of maybe nutrients or things that you need to do. We are trying to put everything we have back into the hands of the public. We also know that they don't exactly know what to do with it, and that's why there's all these tutorials on there so they can watch and learn. There's textbooks. We would like to have a bioacoustic center in every community so people can't push us without us having a wall there to say no more. Okay. Well, you're going to have a visitor up there um, by the end of the evening tonight. I'm going to be making my trip up there. That is awesome. There's a little thing there. Send to Sherry. So if you want to check that, I'll look for yours. Okay. But we have done research since December last year. The first time we went in to decode this, we looked at it, and they called it covid something or corona something and then we looked at it again in january and they changed the name from corona covid and it's a whole different set of numbers so somebody is trying to keep us from the real numbers and what is really going on that's why we need some tone trials 
we don't exactly know the frequency of what this is, but we're close enough that we're getting results. And I have written to several people that um, there was a group of doctors. One of them was is Dr. Isabel something. I've written to her and offered her everything we have. And I think you look at a lot of these deaths, and it's because they put them in some kind of incubator. Yes. And I've ruined heard that. their lungs further. I just don't think they knew how to treat it. If they'd listen to what we're saying, it's math as medicine. And when we first started this, we just did antidotes for the Corona 19, and it just kept mutating, and we couldn't keep up with it or nobody could keep up with the instructions for it. So we went another direction and started looking at people's cells. And the people who got coronavirus the worst had really high radiation, like from cell phones and Fukushima. And so we decided that we'll just go in and protect the cells against any kind of invasion. So that's what we have up for people. We'll teach people to do it. We have two-day classes that are free that we can send, even send to people because they're all computerized now so that we can begin to build that wall between us, the free people, and them, the people who want to control us. That sounds really interesting. Um how many different things can you test for? I mean, can you, you talked about um, the lungs, uh, or I should say actually oxygen capacity here, but what about things like heart disease, diabetes? Um, does this technology lend itself to that? Yes, we have a program called Heart Tracker, Eye Watcher, uh, Insulin Resistance, and there is so much bad information, different information out there about insulin resistance and it's not that it's bad it's that everybody's different and that's what bioacoustics can do it can look at everybody individually and see what is going on and what they need it's like full spectrum light as a grow bulb we know that people need full spectrum sound and their voice will give us the clues of what to put back whether it's by food or color or lights or dancing or gyromancy or whatever they need, whatever heals them, that's the direction we want to help them get to. Yeah, this is so, so fascinating. Let's let's uh, go back to the, um, the crop circle message just for a second and what you were saying about the nature of COVID. Um, do you have any speculation as to why this thing mutates so much that you're having a difficult time locking onto it? Well, when I look at the original, it looks man-made. And all, every time the gene gets uh, into the body, it creates the proteins. And I think it was designed this way to create a myriad of proteins that nobody could keep up with or they thought through conventional medicine nobody can keep up with it now we can keep up with it with numbers and if we get a group that all have the same protein we can easily do that so it's like autism we have to know where the autism is coming from it's very individual and so this is in its infancy it's just beginning 
Well, where is it headed? Will, will there be sound treatments for all these ailments, and are you going to run into trouble with the FDA? Well, we went to the FDA, and they said, this is not medical. Go away. I said, would you put that in writing? <laughs> and they wouldn't. Um, but we got an offer from Japan years ago, and they were going to give me $6 million for this. And that scared me. So I went to Senator Pell, who was just setting up the alternative medicine through NIH. And they said, go ahead and sell it. They can't keep it from you. And I didn't think that was right or fair. So we just started gathering your research. And one of the things we did early on that we swarmed to secrecy, but I'm going to tell it, one of the cosmonauts had an irregular heart. And one of the people we had been working with at um, the university in Columbus told them about what we could do because we were working with his son. He was a tetraplegic, and we were helping him walk again. So we sent him the numbers, uh, you know, up at the space station. And by the time he got back down here, his heart was fine. And we have used that same set of numbers to put people's heart back into rhythm many, many times. So the more we learn, the more data we gather, we have one, uh, you know, like Star Trek medicine? Yeah, it sounds that way, yes. And then your bones heal. We know that frequency. We just can't do it as quickly. But we've been doing this all on our own. We've had no government help, no grants, because we wanted it to stay free so we could give it away to the people. And people who come in here and want to make a lot of money on it. And there's five patents right now that just filed. And when you look at them, most of them is from our, our stuff. Because we started vocal profiling. We believe it's the medicine of the future. You want to get on a spaceship and travel light years away? We know the frequencies that will keep your bones from deteriorating, keep your muscles from atrophying. And we can look at it sometimes two and three years in advance. But I think the problem has been is it's so far ahead of everybody, nobody will believe it. I've been doing this for 30 years. We opened our doors in 91 and started collecting data. And this is 2000, and they're just now filing patents on it because I refused to file patents because I wanted to belong to the people. And there's not one patent that's been filed that I can't beat in court because I published papers in the early 80s about this. But we didn't open our doors till 91. So medicine of the future. Think about this. Go home and you say, oh, it's been a hard day and I'm kind of tired and blah, blah, blah. And you have a little Alexi or Circe thing there and it says, oh, your vitamin A is really low. Let me make you some carrot soup. And that will help your eyes, it will help your circulation, it will help your skin. It's coming to that. Because Amazon's one of them that filed the patent. Really? So what's their interest in this? So medicine of the future. And anybody that wants to learn it, I have evidence, and this guy's name is James Oates, Oates Gates. He wrote a paper, he's at Brown University, he and his students did some studies on plants, and they found out within the plant DNA that there is computer code that fixes humans. 
and fixes human computers. Think about that. If the plants have that to support humans, are we just very sophisticated math-based robots? Who do we belong to? As soon as all of this hits the information highway, I think our creator, our maker, is going to show up. Because the secret is out. I'm going to throw something that out. That, to think about? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> More than you know, um, I have a dear friend. Dave, did I lose you here? Um, yes, we just dropped. I could hear you, and you could not hear me. I think you're hearing me now. I'm showing up on the soundboard. Yes, I hear you. Okay, all right. That was weird. Um, to answer your question, um, I'm going to go out in left field for a second. Uh, I have a dear friend, 27 years uh, former NSA, and part of his NSA training uh, consisted of the following message. They said that there was a war in the cosmos, it went on forever, the good guys won, the bad guys lost, but unfortunately for us, the bad guys came to Earth. So I think they're talking about fallen angels, I think that's pretty clear. And um, they said that uh, the fallen angels, the, this group was trying to crack the secret of the human soul, but they couldn't crack it. And we've had discussions, this person and I, about frequencies of the soul. And could you do it by frequency modulation? And um, he said, it makes sense, doesn't know. But he said, this is what led to transhumanism. And, uh, tr and he talked about transhumanism without the term in 1993 in a book he wrote. And he was way ahead of his time because now we see transhumanism, the melding of man and machine. But uh, let's go back to what he said originally, trying to crack the secret of the soul could it be that as these frequencies come out the Lord has to come back to prevent this from happening this will be part of the reason for the second coming I think they're good guys that are here look at Jose Delgado's work that we've talked about yes he's able to stimulate a part of the brain and make you feel a feeling that makes us mechanical but there's some good guys here really trying hard telling us the truth, showing us everything that needs to be shown so that we can make our own decisions, as opposed to the bad guys who are withholding information and lying, and they're in a state of denial. That's the fight we're in right now. The very first time I was on your show, we talked about it was coming and the internal civil war, and it was not too far off. And about three weeks later, this Portland stuff started. So those bad guys are doing it by brute force and guns, where people like you are trying to educate people for peace and how to protect themselves. So I don't believe we're all bad. I believe there's some good people here, too, and I believe they're on their way to being the ones that we humans want to think we are. We want to think we're truthful and we're we like to help people, and we're giving. And but look on the planet. How many can you name? You mean how many good people there are? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I hesitate to answer. I don't know. Um, but I know there's a lot of evil. Yes, and we just. One, we need to identify them. We've done that on the show. Here's the good, here's the bad. Right. Here's how they react. 
here's how they treat you. So the first thing is people to be able to identify good or bad people, good intentions. And on our Sound Health portal, right on the front page, there's a little program called Nano Voice. And they can look at anybody's voice using that. And we have trainings. We'll have another one if your people want it. They're free, and we teach people how to tell when people are lying. And we can even tell what it's about. You remember Jerry Sandusky? Oh, yeah, the pervert from Penn State. Yes. There was one word in his whole speech that said he was lots of these guilty. But this was a particular one. He said this was just horseplay. That word gave him away and showed that he was guilty and he had taught himself, claimed himself, that he was doing something good for these kids. Just horseplay. That sex was something that you do to create a family and with your wife. We knew months ahead of time and we told them, this is where he's guilty and this is where you need to dig. Look at Pelosi and that woman that accused Trump of um, killing her father. He was like in Arizona and she's in New Jersey or something. Uh, AOC, all three or four of those people have convinced themselves that they are victims. That's why they're fighting so hard. We can look at their vocal print. We can tell exactly where they're coming from and what they're thinking. We started this whole conversation with what value is truth? And we're giving that program away to everybody so they can tell who's telling them the truth and we're teaching them how to interpret it. What would happen if everybody had to tell the truth? A lot, a lot of people would be out of business. Yes. Be a lot of chaos. Our court system would go down. Lots of divorces. But would we be a better place? Because we, the humans, like to think that we are truthful, but we lie almost every day. But we still have that image that we are truthful and integral people. Here's a way to actually substantiate it. What's happening with Schumer and Schiff and um, Biden and Harris and Trump? We can see what is going on. For real. You can lie with your words, but you can't lie with the sound of your voice. It gives you away every time. Beyond uh, the lie detector component of this, do you get any clues as to the substance of the lie and what the truth is? Yes. A lot of times it's in fantasy. Most of Lucy's stuff is in fantasy control. And there's nothing in between. Biden's stuff is control with history through words. And we'll send these to you if you want to put them up. Uh, and they're also on our site. So, yes, we can see where people's weak point is, where you can go at them or after them and break them down. That's interesting. Um, is this what your trainings cover? Yes. How to do this? Yes. And when you look at some of these people, they are just good actors and actresses. 
One of them is Casey Anthony. We did a uh, thing on her recently. She's the one that was accused of killing her, I think the little girl was five, that she got off. She's, you can see in hers that she's a split personality. And one of them's lying and one of them's telling the truth. Hmm. That's, wow. A world without secrets. Isn't that awesome? Well, yeah, I'm a pretty honest guy. In fact, some people tell me I'm blunt. But I <laughs> I don't know if I want some of my past stuff to come out. You know what I mean? We all have our our times where we're not proud of how we've talked to someone or behaved or um yeah, that would be that that would be a sobering experience. Of course, you know, if you apply uh the the judgment day to this, that's exactly what's going to happen to us anyway at some point. Well, there's ways to get around this. Robin Williams was the best person I've ever seen get around this. He became the character. So when you're talking to somebody, a convict, criminal, whatever, they have to feel some guilt about what's going on. If they're a total split personality, there's no guilt. Somebody asked me to do Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm going to be real interested to see what his motivation was. But we could probably keep hundreds of people busy with just who's telling the truth. Is that a good thing? I think it's a great thing, ultimately, for the good of humanity. Um, What I worry about for you is there would be people that would stop at nothing to keep this from coming out. That's why we put it out first and then talked about it. My mother always said... The truth will set you free, but first it will make you miserable. Well, that's good advice. I agree. But my goodness, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't see Hillary Clinton letting this come to fruition. I mean, to where this becomes widespread. We already did her Benghazi stuff. We know who's telling the truth there. Well, it's now it's come out for real for now but we we've been putting this out since the 90s we've given away over a hundred thousand copies every year so it's out there we just need to teach people how to use it and that's the reason for having a bioacoustic center in every community when you look at the Benghazi stuff and what was going on and who was telling the truth Hillary and Obama are two of the biggest liars bioacoustically that I've ever seen. Let's give you a little tidbit here. When the young man got his head chopped off and it was on TV, and mm-hmm. Obama was out playing golf and they brought him in to do a speech, every word of that speech was intellectual and mental. Then he got on his cart and he went back to play golf. He wasn't emotionally involved one iota. Is that a good thing to know? Well, I think it speaks to the fact that um, he has some psychopathic tendencies. Well, people really know when you're not telling the truth. They just don't have a way to substantiate it. And one of my undergraduate degrees is interpersonal communication. So I studied people's voices for ages before I put this program together. 
because I felt like truth was important. Yes, it was going to cause problems, but it was important for humanity. Do you see this becoming widespread? I think if we teach it right and teach people how to handle it, yes. I think there would be a lot of lying. Look at um, narcissistic people, how easily they lie, but you can see it. And if you confront them with it, you have to know how to confront them. That's one of the things that, that is a problem with our center. We don't have psychological support in counseling, and we really need that as part of what we teach people. Mm -hmm. A lot of people use this for job placement or to know who is the best person for them or who is the best job, what is the best job. When you look at someone's vocal print, the, the more it's filled out, the better the truth from them is, is coming. Ron Paul is the most truthful person's voice I've ever seen. And he was talking in Congress about a law they just passed that said they could assassinate people with no consequences. Uh -huh. Go back and look. It's still on YouTube about assassination. But he's totally truthful. He and another lady named Gwen Olson, she's also truthful. She w worked for a big pharma, and she got in the center of their teaching and found out what they were really doing, teaching people to get shots for babies on the day they were born so they could have a customer for life because they knew if they could cause enough damage the very first day of life that they had money in their pocket from that person from now on. Her book is incredible, something like Confessions of a Real Drug Pusher or something like that, Gwen Olson. If you want to hear a truthful voice. That's uh, very sobering. Um, there was someone named Linda Pino, I don't know if you've ever heard of her, but she gave uh, congressional testimony about the evils of managed health care that she was a participant in as a medical reviewer and a doctor. And uh, it cost her her career. Actually, they made a movie about her. I know she was on Oprah a bunch of times. But um, I'd certainly be interested to see how she comes across in this. Um, but this would be great to apply this. You know, there's another phenomena out there, and, and I have to confess general ignorance to it. And it's called reverse speech. And yes. does this have anything to do with, could this be a first cousin consideration for what it is you're doing? Absolutely. All of ours has been computerized and it's almost instant. But uh, is it David Oates, reverse speech? Yeah, David John Oates, uh-huh. I saw him at a, work, a workshop where I was speaking and I walked up to him and I was fascinated. And he said, well, tell me, don't tell me what your favorite number is, but tell me something. And I just told him I'm here for blah, blah, blah. Backwards it says, Severin is your favorite number. And it was exactly true. David's stuff is very accurate. It's a bit cumbersome in that you record and run backwards and slow it down 20%. And, but you can do the same thing with our stuff. We use Audacity. And people can record on that. And then you see 
uh, three little puffs, and that means there's a reversal. You slow it down uh, 20% and turn it backwards, and you can hear stuff. The United States treated him terrible when he gave away a password, and I think it was Johnson, uh, Sharon or something like that, for some kind of big deal they were doing, and he announced the password, and they put him in jail for espionage. He's from Australia, but he's not about to come back here and do anything for any of us. Reverse Speech is the name of his book. It's excellent. Yeah, no. Um, how does it differ, and how is it the same for what you do? Well, with um, David's stuff, it's reverse speech, and I really think that's how psychics get information. They can hear the reverse speech. Um, how is it different? Mine's based on math. His is based on the words backwards. But I, I did really don't know how to explain it mathematically or intellectually i just know that his is very accurate psychologically even to the place where they put him in jail and ours we have been able to decode and we've got about 300 databases that people run their voice through we just did autism metabolites mm -hmm. uh, which is a, a one for uh kids who have Trouble speaking. It's based on Dr. Molden's work out of California, out of Canada. But you can just pick and choose what you want, and we give people the software to get them started. We give them a free course and two softwares that they can use to start a business. We figured that's the only way we're really going to get this spread to everybody. And now we have it even easier because that two-day course is now on video. They don't even have to set it in a class to learn how to do it. But it needs to be for the people. And the other thing is it's for me. You know, people who want to do articles and books on us, they say, Where do you, what do you want people to know? And I say, I want people to know that I lived in a corn crib. I went to a four-room school. And then when I was in the eighth grade, the first grade teacher got sick and they pulled me out of school and I taught first grade when I was in the eighth grade. If I can have an idea and I can do this, anybody can. And if we all take our ideas and work together for a better place, it'll be a better plan. So that's kind, kind of my thing. But I'm, I've now expanded to Mars and other planets because I think we figured out they don't have to take all this medicine we figured out how to do it all by math so they don't have to load up a whole payload of medications i think this is expandable we are math math doesn't lie one and one is two conventional medicine doesn't have all the answers i think this is a clue to understanding who we are why we get disease, if we look at somebody's voice and it says one in four is 17, we know somebody has an immune problem. We put the numbers back the way they ought to be, and the body heals itself. Wow. I think that's possible. 
one of the really bad things I did when I first started this and I saw what we could do with broken bones and people's eyes and I thought there would be people beating down our doors. I did not realize it was too futuristic for people. They couldn't understand how I could give you a sound and we just had this last week and it was to turn the toe around from being twisted. She broke her toes and we gave her a sound and you can almost watch the toes twist and set themselves. It's just too far-fetched for people except those really visionary people who can see the potential. And what, what about uh, the, we've talked about the physical realm, how does this extend into things like mental illness, depression, have, so forth? Well, we have four programs for mental illness. One of them is PTSD that the Army asked us to do, and we found eight things that happens with PTSD, see if I can remember. Calcium, zinc, linolenic acid, and niacin. Those are the first four. And those are the ones that don't know there's something wrong. There's a second layer of progesterone, magnesium, B5, and one other thing. I have an article about Those are the people who are mentally uh, deficient, and they know it, and those are the ones that end up killing themselves. We have offered this program to the wounded warriors. They're not interested. We can also take away um, phantom limb pain. We'd let them know that. They're not interested. We've reversed um, multiple sclerosis. We've let the people know who are running um, the information about that. They won't even write back. Here's the worst one. We have a program called Prevac, pre-vaccination risk factors. We've tested it over 300 kids. But kids that have reactions don't have enough biflavonoids, quercetin in particular. And I got in touch with Gates. I said, this is what we have. If you're really interested in helping kids not have bad reactions, why don't we pretest them? They wrote me back a nasty letter, a condescending it made me think they're not interested in testing anybody beforehand. Like if I know what's in this COVID vaccine, we can see what the reactions are gonna be. Why won't they accept that? Why won't they even test the idea? My guess would be because you're, you're gonna reveal what it is they don't want revealed. Yeah, who's getting to make these decisions? And whether or not you're going to have a vaccine or um, medication. Was it Bloomberg? Yeah, it was Bloomberg. The last um, debate, he said the only way that we are going to be able to balance Medicare and our budget is to cut off and ration medicine to the old people. Now, one that's appalling, and I'm an old person, but also on top of that, Look at all the money they had squirreled away that they weren't going to bring out and share to balance the budget. Look at what they've done. Trillions. They found some place to try to pull through this pandemic they've created. We're not being told the truth about much of anything. That's uh, absolutely true. 
Um, we need to get Bill Gates's voice on to see what's coming because I don't think this first so-called pandemic is uh, the end of what they're going to do to us. What do you think? I listened to Plandemic, and I took Nancy Pelosi's voice out of Plandemic, where she's talking about how they're going to run the country. They're going to tell lies. They're going to give them to congressmen who are going to repeat the lies to their local newspapers so people can see in the newspapers the lies, yet they'll believe it. And her last words in there was, that's just a tactic. And that's exactly what we're doing now. That, that's horrid. And if we give everybody away, and I think humans had this long ago, everybody has a way to tell who's telling the truth. I think maybe we could stop the lies. Yeah, if we could make this uh, go viral, no pun intended. Um, we got about I a would, min- I'll do gates for you. Anybody else you want, just send them to me with a link to them. Video and I'll do them, and you can share them with the audience. And even if your audience wants some of them done, they want to know who's going on. Now, don't send me your husband or your kid. I I can't do those. I understand. We got about a minute left, and I wanted to give you an opportunity. Tell people how they can follow you. I know you've given some website addresses out and so forth, but tell people how they can follow you. Soundhealthoptions.com. The classes are there. The videos, we'll send you a catalog. We have over 500 demonstrations you can um, work with. Um, but I want to let people know there's really nothing wrong with your voice. It's what you do about it that makes the difference. And that's the opportunity we want to share with people. I think that's a really good approach. I appreciate that kind of level of professionalism. It's indeed rare. Um, I'm here on your site right now, and I and I and I tried to register, and it gave me uh, your box is overfilled. I thought I'd let you know that. Um, oh, good grief! Okay. okay, so I'm gonna try again later tonight. But I, I thought I would try this just to see if it worked for the people based on what we gave out, and I think it works. It's just a matter of uh, being able to to access it. I just thought I'd let you know that, and and I'm gonna uh, look into this more detail, and I'm gonna contact you privately if that's okay, because I've got some ideas I want to run by you. But uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show, as always, Sherry. This was fantastic, and ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking to Dr. Sherry Edwards. We've been talking bioacoustics and the future of it, and I think the future is unlimited. It's an incredible opportunity to move humanity forward. Sherry, thanks for joining us. It's been great. Thank you. Bye-bye.